Hello there, friends and neighbors. Welcome to the Kentucky Historical Markers Podcast. This is episode number 35, and we're going to talk about the Blue Lick Battlefield today. As history lovers, you're probably familiar with a few things about the American Revolution. And when we think about it, we conjure up images of Washington crossing the Delaware or Cornwallis's surrender at Yorktown. We think of names like Bunker Hill, Benedict Arnold, Patrick Henry, etc. But of all the names and places that we think of in regards to the Revolution, we don't typically think of Kentucky. And we for sure don't associate Daniel Boone with the War for Independence, do we? But that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. We travel to the north of the state where we will find historical marker number 18. That's 1-8. That's a very early one. And we'll find that in Robertson County. And Robertson County is kind of equally distant from Lexington and Cincinnati. But not as the crow flies, but more like a dog's hind leg. You know, from Lexington, you go a little bit northeast, then you dog leg to the left and go northwest to Cincinnati. Well, right in that dog leg is where you'll find Robertson County. So our marker today is located also in a state park, and both of them are dedicated to the Battle of the Blue Licks, which is sometimes called the Last Battle of the Revolution, which in actuality it was more like the next to last. So let's take a look at our marker, which is located on US 68, approximately 200 feet west of the junction with Kentucky 165. And the text of the marker is this. On August 19th, 1782, between this hilltop and Licking River, a bloody battle was fought by Kentucky pioneers against a superior force of Indians and British Canadians. And that's it. It is pretty short and simple. That's kind of the way the earlier ones were. This was dedicated, I believe, in 1960. So the Battle of Blue Licks was fought on August 19th, 1782. And now this was about 10 months after Cornwallis surrendered. There were about 180 or so Kentucky pioneers and militia that set out after a group of about 350 British loyalists and various tribes of Indians, mostly Shawnee. Now how this came to be was that Bryan Station was under siege by this same group of loyalists and Indians. And so there were a couple of groups of Kentucky militia that were responding to render aid to those at Bryan Station. Now, when the Indians and the Loyalists found out that help was on the way, they broke off the siege. I I think it only lasted about two days, so it wasn't very effective. And they took off. Well, this first group of militia was led by Colonel John Todd, who just happened to be the brother of Levi Todd. And Levi was Mary Todd Lincoln's grandfather. So this was uh, the great uncle of Mary Todd Lincoln. Just an interesting little factoid there. Some other big names that were with them was a lieutenant colonel in the Kentucky militia by the name of Daniel Boone. Also, another lieutenant colonel by the name of Stephen Trigg. That name may sound familiar because Trigg County was named after him. The other group of militia that was also on the way was led by another pretty rough pioneer by the name of Benjamin Logan. 
When the first group under Colonel Todd arrived at Bryan Station, Benjamin Logan's group was still about a day away. For that reason, it was said that Daniel Boone counseled Colonel Todd that they should not go after the enemy until Logan's group could catch up with them. However, uh, Colonel Todd was afraid that they would get away, so they set out immediately and went after them again. It was about 350 enemy to 180, 182 Kentucky militia. So Daniel Boone, I think, realized that the numbers didn't work out so well, but nevertheless, they went. And they caught up with them at a little place on the Licking River called the Blue Licks. And Daniel Boone was very familiar with the area. So for that reason, Colonel Todd asked him, So, Daniel, what do you think about the situation here? Daniel told him, you know, he was pretty suspicious of the whole thing because as a skilled tracker, he noted that the Indians were leaving some signs that were just a little bit too obvious. He felt like they were actually trying to lead them into an ambush. And spoiler alert here, he was right. Also present at this little war council was a hot-headed major by the name of Hugh McGarry. And he didn't agree with all the caution. He just got fed up and not sure exactly how it played out, but it's reported that he took off yelling out, anybody that ain't cowards, come with me. So he charged ahead and the others joined in with him. It was reported that Daniel Boone said at that time that uh, we're all heading to be slaughtered or, you know, something to that effect. To me, it says something about the courage of the man because he knew better. He was scared. But true courage is being afraid, but doing it anyway. Courage is not for the foolish like McGarry, who just was too egotistical to see the truth and just thought he was just going to go in and, well, kick butt and take names, as they say. But however it happened, they all charged into battle, and of course the enemy was waiting for that, and they got them in the crossfire. And Colonel Todd and Colonel Trigg were pretty obvious targets on their horses, and they were shot dead pretty quick. I'm not sure how long the battle lasted before the Kentuckians realized that they needed to retreat. And after it was all said and done, about 72 Kentucky militiamen lay dead on the field, including a young man named Israel Boone, who was the 23-year-old son of Daniel Boone. Well, it was a resounding victory for the enemy, the Loyalists and the Indians, but fortunately, the British were already licked. As I said before, this was 10 months after Cornwallis surrendered, but the Treaty of Paris, which officially ended the war, wasn't signed until about a year or maybe 13 months after the Battle of the Blue Licks. They say there was another battle not long after in West Virginia, and that may have been the very last one, but the Battle of the Blue Licks was for sure one of the last battles of the American Revolution, and that's how it's remembered today. Well, I hope you enjoyed this little story. There sure were a lot of big Kentucky names associated with that battle, weren't there? Folks, if you enjoyed this story and others like them that I've told, I'd like you to do me a little favor and share it with your friends and put it on your social media. That just helps it get in front of more people. And also, uh, we are now available, this podcast is, on Apple Podcasts. Well, again, I thank you for listening. I hope that God blesses you fine folks this week, and I will see you next time.